0: this Black Friday will be unlike any other. Listen on to hear the latest and best tips to make it work, and I mean really work, for you.
1: You're listening to the Keep Optimising Podcast. To increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits.
0: Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this Marketing Focus podcast and author of the best-selling book, E-commerce Marketing, How to Get Traffic That Buys to Your Website. In this episode, we are tackling the big one, the biggest e-commerce event of the year – Black Friday. Just what should you do about it this year? There is so much opportunity to grab and so much risk to avoid. I've brought together six super clever e-commerce specialists who are each sharing their top tip for Black Friday 2021. And I've added in a couple of tips of my own along the way for you too. First, though, let's clear up the FAQ super fast. One, when is Black Friday? It's 26th of November this year. Two, will this also work for you on Cyber Monday? Yes, all these tips will also work for Cyber Monday, 29th of November, and also Singles Day, 11th of November. Three, is Black Friday just one day? No, Black Friday isn't just one day. It's as long or as short as you want to make it. Four, do you have to run a discount on Black Friday? No, no, you don't. It's your business. You do what's right for you. Much more on that coming up shortly. Five, I are there some notes you can grab? Yes, at keepoptimizingcom forward slash BF, short for Black Friday, we have summarised this whole episode for you. So listen now and then go to keepoptimizingcom forward slash BF when you are back at your desk to grab our notes and probably hit play again. Right, we're just about to get into it all, but before we do, please do check out the sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS marketing platform that helps you send messages like an e-commerce expert, even if you're just getting started. Create your free account at klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's klaviy dot slash masterplan. Okay, so I mentioned lots of opportunity this year and also lots of risk. Here's what that's looking like right now. Opportunities are huge. The pandemic pushed a lot of people into buying online for the first time and most of them have been converted and they are eager to do their Christmas shopping online this year. The lingering pandemic means a lot of people just don't want to be part of crowded Christmas shopping events, so they're going to be spending more online than usual. If you've been trading for the last two years, then you've probably seen a big increase in new customers. So you've got a pile of first-time buyers ripe for being turned into more loyal, repeat customers. But lots of crazy stuff is going on and has gone on as well. That makes the final predictions for Black Friday and Q4 in general really hard to do. Stock. This is the big one. Retailers around the world are already warning they may not have enough stock for Christmas. I'm telling my friends, family, and all of you to do your Christmas shopping now if you want the biggest choice of gifts. And at least one UK retailer is already hiring a flotilla of container ships to take control of their supply chain. So, are you going to have enough stock? Is there any point in discounting? Because you should only discount if you need to. Dispatch and delivery capacity. Across the globe, there are capacity issues in the getting it to the customer side of the supply chain even as well. Finding employees is tough. Here in the UK, we don't have enough lorry drivers and the recruitment push for that sector is clearly not going to do any favours for the van delivery sector, let alone shortages in shop staff and warehouse staff that people are experiencing as well lockdowns. Who knows whether those are going to be happening again or not. Inflation is rocketing in many parts of the world, which means people are going to have less money to spend on goods, it means your prices may have to change. iOS 14, iOS 15, the cookie apocalypse, changes to Facebook uh, reporting. So much going on to really affect us on the marketing side of things. And also, across all of that, we've then got that what's important to consumers is changing. Ethics and sustainability appear to be much higher up on the will I, won't I buy from this company decision scale. And many e commerce brands are understandably not yet caught up with where those changing consumer demands have gone, or even, quite frankly, yet worked out what that's going to mean for them as a business. That may all sound a little overwhelming but it really isn't. Please don't feel overwhelmed. It just means you've got to really focus in on what it is your business needs you to do in the coming months, because it's challenges like this that make marketing more fun and often lead to great success. We've seen over the last 18 months that many businesses faced with restrictions have found much stronger ways to go forward and found great routes to success for them. And I think this Q4 is going to be exactly the same. The key is to get clear on what your playpen looks like this year. How is your stock looking? Have you got enough? Are you going to suffer shortages? What does that then mean for your marketing and your promotions policies? Which customers do you want to focus on, new ones or existing? Or what does the balance between them look like? Where's that marketing spend going? Where's your effort going in? Which channels are you going to focus on? which advertising channels, which email channels, what's going to be core for you to get right this Q4, this Black Friday. I'm certain that this isn't the year to chuck everything at it and hope for the best. It's time to get focused on the important areas for your business and get those spot on. Right, time for our first expert tip. And it's from hugely insightful e-commerce genius, Lucy Bloomfield of 10,000 customers. Lucy's run her own hugely successful e-commerce brand and now helps others accelerate their growth. Her tip is going to help us get into the right mindset for Black Friday.
2: Something that I've noticed is we've really trained society, consumers to respond to Black Friday sales, it's an expectation now that they will get significant savings um, at this time of year. And you know what? I 100% fall into that category. It's really interesting, actually, because I do most of my Christmas shopping on this weekend because I'm like, well, I can get it, off, get it for 50% off or 40% off or something like that. And I think it's really interesting because. Who even cares about revenue? I mean, we do care about revenue and we care about cash flow, right? That is very important in product businesses and in e commerce in general. But I would 100% take lower volume over higher profit every single day. And I'm not necessarily saying change the discounting strategy because I think there is a very good chance at the moment that. People won't respond unless they get what we've trained them to respond to. But I am saying that profit strategies are relevant at all times of year. And Black Friday isn't just a way to get a high amount of volume, a high amount of cash flow, and a low amount of profitability. You know, volume doesn't necessarily equal profit. And I guess something that I've been talking a lot to my clients and in my own businesses in execution is how do we stack this so that there is a ridiculous amount of profit to be made. And there are so many different ways that you can come at this. This is the fun, creative part of e right? Because Black Friday presents a unique opportunity. People are expecting to get something from you. They are trained to buy at this time of year and they know that it's going to be a really good deal. And so when we talk about stacking information, into a sale so that the perceived value of the product is greater. Plus, the client also gets transformational value from the information. Plus, on top of that, they get a hefty Black Friday discount. Well, things start to look a lot different. You know, I had a client recently who um, launched a you know digital recurring subscription, and um, like within you know a couple of weeks, she's got you know thousands of dollars of subscription for literally an information product attached to a product business, you know, standard e-com business. But it does make you start to think about what is actually out there and what you could do, right? I think the biggest mistake that I see e-commerce businesses make is that they think that information isn't valuable. That's not true. Your customers will pay very good money for transformational value especially when it's related to the better use of your product. And that's something that I learned way too late in my own businesses and that now I get to help people implement, which is really cool. But in saying that, honestly, my biggest tip is how can you increase the perceived value of your products without adding cost of goods And by adding more profit into the sale, because that is 100% what your, your play should be this Black Friday.
0: Two key things there from Lucy. One, it's about profit, everybody. It's not about turnover. It's about profit. For those who don't know what turnover is, sorry, turnover is sales. It's not about the sales value. It's not about the number of sales. It's about the profit that you make. Number two, use information products to increase the perceived value of your products without increasing your costs. Now that is great all year round, but even better at Black Friday, because if you want to, you can add discounts without it affecting your bottom line profit so much because you've already created higher unit margins by bundling in the info product with your other products. A couple of extras on information products that you could add for those of you struggling with what this might mean for you. You could add a post-Christmas virtual workshop on how to use your product as part of a gift package. For example, I recently interviewed Leanne from Kineta, who sells Matcha Tea, which is a complicated product to make, and she's adding to her Christmas gift packages a Sunday morning tea session to encourage people how to use the product, to show them how to do it. A nice, pleasant way to really use that product. You could add an ebook, an email course, a shipping subscription even. The best thing is, done well, all of these options increase the likelihood of additional purchases too, because they make the customer love your product even more. So what is the right mindset for Black Friday this year? Think profit. Now, I firmly believe you need to find the path through Black Friday that's right for your long term business goals. So, I was incredibly pleased to record the following tip with Matt Edmondson. Matt's the host of the e commerce podcast and also owns and advises multiple hugely successful e commerce operations. His tips always deliver great value. So, here we go.
3: I would say, answer the question with all seriousness answer the question, what would happen? If we did absolutely nothing different. In other words, why do I need to go down this road of doing Black Friday and Cyber Monday? People are ready to buy anyway. And my experience is over the years, we've tried all kinds of different offers. But the most profitable Black Fridays and Cyber Mondays we did was when we didn't get caught up in the in the rush of Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Just pause and said, well, what would happen if we didn't really do anything different? Or if we did something, it wasn't anything major because all of our customers were ready to buy anyway. And so we actually enjoyed greater profits when we didn't sort of go down the typical route. And that would be my top tip. Ask yourself what would happen if I didn't actually do it.
0: Both Lucy and Matt mentioned that customers are trained to buy on Black Friday. Lucy suggested we're primed to only look for discounts and Matt that we're just primed to buy. I'm more on Matt's side of this and I wholeheartedly urge you to consider your business needs first before you slash prices. One, because I've always believed that every promotion exists to get the customer to do what you want them to do as cheaply as possible. So only slash prices if you have to. Two, because I personally know of multiple six and seven figure e-commerce businesses who don't run Black Friday sales and still see a sales surge on Black Friday. Last year, one of them didn't even mention Black Friday anywhere, not in their marketing, not on their website, didn't have a discount running, but still Black Friday itself was their busiest day of 2020. So please do not feel you have to do a discount or you have to do anything on Black Friday at all. And if you are doing something, be clever with what you do, but don't be too clever. We've had two great tips to set the scene with some very high level strategic advice. I think it's time we got a little bit more practical. One of the most important things to do with any promotion is communicate it well to your customers. And that's a sneak preview of what our next expert is going to share with you. Here is Chase Clymer, host of the Honest E-Commerce podcast.
4: Doesn't really matter what year that you're doing this on, this tip will probably still matter. And it is to keep it simple. And this tip is especially important for smaller scaling direct-to-consumer brands. So, what I mean by keep it simple is oftentimes brands try to overcomplicate all the offers and deals and whatnot that they're trying to offer during the holiday season, especially during the Black Friday, Cyber Monday holiday season. And that leads to a lot of problems, right? So, let's kind of dive in a bit more there. So, keep it simple, right? Sometimes you'll see brands that are offering like a different deal every day. Or uh, they have various complex offers and bundles or, or what have you on how to get something cool, uh, you know, whatever it is, it, the more complicated the stuff is that you're trying to kind of, explain to people the more issues you're probably going to run into so keep it simple right i would say you you kind of only have one or maybe two three if you're lucky you know be be very de- deliberate about what your offers are so i as a busy customer and fan of your brand get it within one read i shouldn't have to read it twice it shouldn't confuse me so i should understand what my black friday cyber monday deal is and you know I'm a busy person. I'm probably really only going to visit your website once or twice during this this sale. So it's got to make sense for me from, you know, whatever you're telling me in this email or in, when you're getting hit, when I'm getting hit with this Facebook ad, I should understand it immediately. And then any time that you are iterating upon that and offering multiple sales or offers is is you're now confusing me as a customer. And I thought it was one thing and now it's a different thing. And you potentially have lost that sale because now I I I don't understand. So that's the one thing I'd like to say there is from a a customer's perspective. You know, don't confuse me, and then also think about it from a work (laughs) like how much effort you have to put in as a brand. Like if it's simple and it's straightforward and it it, it all makes sense, and you know exactly what's happening, uh, that's less work on your end. You don't have to do as many assets or emails or or field as many customer service inquiries because it it makes sense and everybody understands it. Um, So that's my number one tip. Keep it simple. Uh, Just have a, a concise offer.
0: I love that. Keep it simple, easy to understand and do not confuse the customer. A confused customer does not buy. And if you do all that, it also makes your life easier and reduces your workload too. What's not to love about keeping it simple? Interestingly, I was hosting a panel discussing um, Facebook ads for Q4 a couple of weeks ago for Kunle Campbell's Commerce Excel Conference. Um, And the panel were all running Facebook ad agencies. And something they all agreed on is that this year they and their teams will not be day trading their client accounts. No laptops open on the Thanksgiving dinner table. Because with the changes on Facebook recently, it's just not going to be worth it or possible to do those minor tweaks. So maybe this is the Black Friday year for relaxing a little. Maybe, maybe not. We're going to insert a little reminder of our sponsors here and then I'll be back with our final three experts sharing very practical tips around ads, site conversion rates and email. Plus, I'll be sharing my method for identifying the right promotion for your business this year. Here's the sponsors. Ready to turn your small e-commerce business into the next big thing? Clavio can help. It's the easy-to-use email and SMS platform that gives you everything you need to build genuine relationships with your customers. And even if you're new to marketing, Klaviyo can help you become an email expert with drag-and-drop design templates, simple insights, and made-for-e-commerce reports and recommendations. Give it a try today with a free account at klaviyo.com/masterplan. That's k-l-a-v-i-y-o.com/masterplan. It's now time to get super practical for Black Friday, so let's talk ads.
5: Hi there, this is Becky Hopkin of Specialist PPC Agency Digital Gearbox. My top tip for Black Friday success is to harness the powers of display advertising to drive traffic in a really cost-effective way to fuel your Black Friday funnels. So I'm talking your remarketing audiences and your email campaigns. So having an awesome remarketing campaign or an email campaign for Black Friday is fantastic, but if you don't have the audience there to put your message out to, then you're minimizing the chances of success. So you wanna make sure that you have some engaged and interested audiences that are ready to push your great Black Friday offers out to before Black Friday begins. So you need to be thinking about this sooner rather than later. Now, display advertising has come a long way in the last few years. So I know it's got a bad rep because of the low click-through rates it's got. But this doesn't particularly matter for this because it's the people that engage with the ads at the end of the day that we care about. So I'm talking about using display to capture some top of funnel new potential clients and getting them into your funnel before they even start thinking about what they want for Black Friday. And display is the perfect tool for that. It consists of over 2 million websites and will help you reach over 90% of people on the internet without relying on them coming to you. So you're not restricted here by the user's preferred social channels. You don't have to worry about are they on Facebook or not. You can reach everyone here. You can reach people whilst they're browsing their favourite websites, showing a friend a YouTube video, for example, even just checking their Gmail account. And it's extremely cost effective. So the Wordstream benchmarks say it's on average 41 pence. For our clients A Digital Gearbox, I think the average has been less than 30p. So it's a really cheap way to drive that traffic to build those audiences. You've got a number of ways you can target people. So you can target um, certain groups of people by creating either custom audiences based on certain keywords and URLs that are related to your product or service. And then Google target those people with interests or purchase intentions related to those, or you can choose from Google's predefined in-market or affinity audiences as well. You can also target people um, in certain contexts as well, so you can specify keywords or topics that you want your ads to be seen next to. fantastic way to drive that traffic and it will help you grow your sales this year. Just make sure that you've got your conversion tracking set up and you've got your remarketing cookies ready on the site to capture those audiences. Good luck.
0: Awesome advice there from Becky, but a full quick full disclaimer for you. Whilst I'm not involved anymore, I did found Digital Gearbox and here at eCommerce Masterplan and Keep Optimising, we do use Digital Gearbox to run many of our Facebook and Google ad campaigns. Running ads now to grow your audience of buyers, email lists, and remarketing audiences was a hugely successful strategy for many in last year's Black Friday and Q4. So if you didn't do this last year, it is well worth getting into it this year. So get that going now. And with all that's happening on Facebook ads at the moment, you really want to be diversifying even your ad spend. And Google ads is a fantastic place to do that. Like our next guest, Becky is one of our vetted, tested, and trusted e-commerce masterplan crew members. That's our hand-picked bunch of specialists who can help you to grow your e-commerce store. You'll find out more about all of them at e commercemasterplan.com forward slash crew. Which brings us on to our next crew member, email whiz Jessica Totillo Costa also of the e-commerce badassery podcast. So, yup, it is email marketing time. And not only is Jessica giving us the goods on what to do with our email marketing this Black Friday, she's also giving you the quick ins and outs of how to deal with the upcoming changes to open rate tracking on the Apple operating system.
6: Email nerd here reminding you to have a solid email marketing strategy for this Black Friday weekend. Now, I talked about this on last year's mashup episode, episode 14 of the Keep Optimizing podcast. So I would go back and listen to that. But I want to touch on some different things you'll want to focus on for this year specifically. If you haven't already heard, Apple will be releasing iOS 15 just in time for Q4, which is going to give Apple Mail users the option of opting out of email tracking. Before I get into what this means for you, I want to clarify, it's the actual Apple Mail app, not the Gmail or Outlook or any other app you use, just the Apple Mail app. But the last statistic I read said 70% of iPhone users use the Apple Mail app, so it's going to have a significant impact. If users opt out of email tracking the little snippet your email service provider puts in the email to track opens and IP addresses, it's going to get stripped away and you won't have that data to work from. So what does this mean for you? And how can you prepare for it? Let's talk about open rates first. A lot of email marketers will tell you opens are a vanity metric. And this is true to an extent. But the open rate still tells us if people like our subject lines and if we're sending emails on the right day and time so we still need to understand what works for our list. Start testing as soon as you can. You'll also wanna start testing your content inside of your email. Moving forward, your click rate is gonna be the baseline metric that you have to work from, so the sooner you can understand what your customer responds to, the better off you'll be. And then lastly, if location is important to your business, you'll wanna start collecting as much first-party data because you won't be able to rely on those location-based segments anymore. And one last note about first-party data. This is something you want to be doing as much as possible from here on out. It's truly all you can ever rely on and just reminds us why email marketing is so important in the first place. And while Apple may be paving the way when it comes to privacy, I'm sure it's only a matter of time until the rest of the platforms catch up. Okay, enough with the doom and gloom. Let's talk a bit about strategy. There's a lot that can be said here, but the main things I want you to focus on are frequency and resends. Remember that every other e-commerce business is going to be increasing their frequency during this time. So you should too. It's how you stay at the top of the inbox and the minds of your customers. If you have a big enough list, you can even send two emails a day, one in the morning and one in the evening. For example, second is to make sure that you resend emails to people who didn't engage with them the first time. While historically I would say send to people who didn't open and just add a new subject line with the changes coming from iOS 15, I would change up the content as well. Since you won't have accurate open data anymore, you can still send the same overall message and idea. You'll just want to change up your copy and images to make it feel fresh. So if someone did open it the first time, it doesn't feel like the same email.
0: As Jessica says, if you want more Black Friday tips, do listen to episode 14 as last year's advice remains very relevant to 2021. You've got your ads bringing you traffic and building your audiences. You've got your emails driving those who are ready to buy to the website. Now it's time to make sure they convert. And I can't think of anyone better to clue us in on the latest ways to do that, especially over a high promotion weekend, than John Tucker from Helpflow. They manage the live chat service for hundreds of retailers, and John's sharing what they're going to be doing to help their customers grow their sales this year.
1: So, with Black Friday, you're going to be spending a ton of money uh, to drive a lot of traffic, right? Um, but as you look at that data, you know, 70 or 80 percent of the people that start the checkout process uh, are going to end up abandoning. And so, during a high-pressure time like Black Friday, you know, ad spend is going to go up. All these things. It's frustrating to see that happen, and, and frankly, a huge missed opportunity. It's a missed opportunity, you know, at any point in the year, but in Black Friday, the stakes are just higher. With that said, you know, you can be a lot more methodical than the typical abandoned cart emails that uh, that people use to save abandons. What we see work really well uh, is is really to maximize those recovery act efforts using a mix of predicting abandons before they happen and saving them on the site. Using the right mix of cart recovery emails and SMS, and then making those emails and SMS uh, just collaborative and conversational, not just you know reminders and discounts. And you know where this comes from, we we run live chat teams, twenty four seven live chat teams for over a hundred e commerce stores, and we've really seen like how to mesh all these different things together to maximize cart recovery. And so I would say that's the biggest focus. So so digging in um, to what you can do for Black Friday, um, first thing is what I mentioned, predicting abandons and saving them. What you can do is look at the patterns of people that actually end up abandoning. Uh, in Google Analytics, you can filter it by people that you know, got to checkout but didn't convert, and look at the patterns of those people. How long do they spend on the site? What are the you know, pages that they visit? What's the sequence of pages? All those things. Once you see that pattern, you can configure your live chat team to, to basically engage a few steps before they abandon. So you can, uh, you know, preempt that they're going to abandon, spark up that conversation and, you know, answer questions and close those sales. So predicting them is, is super, super helpful. Once somebody actually abandons, because you're not going to preempt all of them, uh, you want to spark up a conversation with SMS. And so sending, uh, you know, an abandoned cart uh, SMS, you know, 30 to 60 minutes after they abandon, like pretty close to the abandon can work really well. And what you want to do, again, is invite a conversation. Uh, they don't need a reminder or a discount to say, hey, like, oh, I forgot I abandoned. Um, typically, there's a question right, that, that caused them to abandon. And so spark up that conversation with SMS and uh, respond really quickly when people uh, reply. And then similar, if they don't reply to SMS, which a lot of people won't, or you won't get SMS phone numbers or there's compliance issues, if there are a lot of reasons why SMS can't work, do the same thing with your emails. Send an email maybe late the same day, maybe the next day um, with your abandoned cart sequence. And focus again on sparking up conversations through that email, whether it's a reply if you don't use chat or whether it's through your chat team, spark up conversations to basically remove the confusion that caused them to abandon. And so, um, you know, to tie it all together. People abandon because they have questions holding them back. And when you take this comprehensive approach to predicting and saving abandons on the site, doing SMS after, and then doing email after, all in a conversational way, uh, it enables you to really um, be able to save as many of those abandons as possible. Um, So that's what I would say is the biggest thing to focus on this quarter. Drive your traffic, but make sure that you're not losing people as they abandon by using some of these tactics. Hope you guys have an awesome Q4.
0: Thanks, John. I think the strategies John's outlined are important all year long, but with a Black Friday like the one we're approaching, where you're going to be focusing your marketing and promotions on the most important target customers, it's more important than ever before to make sure the customer makes it through the checkout process. Time for my final thoughts. For me, the real winners this year are going to be the businesses who focus on the profit piece and work out what Black Friday should look like for them, That all comes back to my marketing mantra. A promotion exists to get the customer to do what you want them to do as cheaply as possible. It bears repeating. A promotion exists to get the customer to do what you want them to do as cheaply as possible. So just what promotion should you be running? Who is the customer you want to go after and what do you think you want them to do? And how much do you think it's going to cost you to get them to do that? Do you need to give a discount or can you do something more clever? Do you want to target new customers you've got in the last 12 months to get them to buy again? Do you want to use Black Friday just for new customer acquisition? Have you recently exited a product line and want to use Black Friday to shift the old stock to quite frankly, anyone who will buy it? Your answer will drastically change the promotion you run and where you run it, if you choose to run one at all. Three interesting ideas I've heard recently to get you thinking. Bake an info product element into your physical product like Lucy suggested, so you've more margin to play with. Use a very cheap free gift rather than a discount. Neve's Bees, a recent e-commerce master plan podcast guest, give away a packet of wildflower seeds. Super, super cheap on every order. That's their free gift. That's their incentive to buy. It's incredibly cheap and it appeals to the right type of customer because they're all about looking after bees. Gift cards. Especially good play if you are running low on stock and if you know your numbers, you can discount them and still be quids in. How cool is that? Nothing to ship if it's a virtual gift card and you could still be keeping that margin even though you're putting in place that discount. Okay guys, like I said at the start, I suspect you're going to want to re-listen to this one. We have packed in an awful lot for you. To help you get all you can out of the episode, head to keepoptimizingcom forward slash BF and we are spelling optimising with an S, everybody. Um, There you will find this episode's show notes and that's where you can get a brief recap of each tip, a transcript of the whole episode, contact details for each of our experts, recommendations for future learning, including links to a few podcast episodes, both from Keep Optimising and our sister podcast e-commerce master plan that I think you'll find really useful to build on some of the topics mentioned. Find all of that at keepoptimizing.com forward slash BF. There you can also sign up to our email list where over the coming weeks, we'll be sharing lots more e-commerce marketing tips to help you even more this month and beyond. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. If this is the first time you've listened to our show, And I know we get a lot of people tuning in to this one. Let me tell you a little bit about what we're normally up to here on the Keep Optimising podcast. Each week, I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making that marketing method work for you. And each month, we focus on a different marketing method. So already this year, we've bought our listeners' masterclasses packed with the latest tips and tricks on email marketing, Facebook ads, Google ads, affiliates, SEO, and much more. You can listen to all of those right now for free. Just scroll back through our episodes and you'll see them all. So please do follow us and dive in and listen each time we're covering a marketing method you're busy improving. If you found this episode useful, please, please, please do tell your fellow marketers who are plotting and planning their Black Friday activity about this episode because this is going to be a tricky Q4 to navigate and get right. And the whole reason I've created this episode is to help as many of you as possible to have a super successful Q4, one that you sculpt to your advantage. Just tell anyone else who needs to hear this to go to keepoptimizing.com forward slash BF. Have a great week and make sure you listen to our next episode so I can help you to keep optimising your marketing.
1: Access everything Keep Optimising at keepoptimizing.com That's with an S, not a Z.